Amy was lifeless. Her head pulsed with pink and orange. She felt undercover. But she was with and amongst her own. The radio of voices spun around her. Her black mission to survive and function to give nothing away. The black box of sorrow and sadness being opened and examined must be genuine and sincere. She drank some more wine, saw his wife and children at the center of the circle of heartbreak and pain. She wasn't alone. Chadwick's work colleagues were here too. Words were hard to come by. The slow fugue of dialogue just washing over her. Feelings was splayed out in contorted shapes. Textures just peeled off. The tragedy of Chadwick's death. It was senseless and didn't make sense. Someone sang out. Chadwick was one of the best. A good man. He was at the start of a brilliant career. He will be sorely missed. Let's drink to our friend, a great husband and a wonderful father. Everyone raised their glass and saluted their friend. Their dad, their husband, and their son. The wine touched Amy's lips, but there was no taste. Nothing. Another lifeless moment. Professional in her kicked in. She had to hide her numbness. She had to somehow liquefy some kind of meaning as a symbol to the others there in the room. She moved towards the wife and heard herself saying, We are so sorry. 
we will find out who did this for you and get some peace and justice for you and your family. The hours passed and Amy felt she was able to leave without anyone thinking it was untoward. The black box of sorrow was still half closed. She'd never felt so alone. Not a connection in the world as she closed her front door. Only 30 minutes earlier, Cassandra took a deep breath before entering the church of our Lord the Redeemer, where Lieutenant Whitaker's funeral was being held. She knew she was doing something risky, but what made her most anxious was thinking about how Pat would react when she told him. Cassandra put on her big Audrey sunglasses and went through the front door. A gospel choir was singing songs of joy in honour of their brother who had fallen in fulfilment of his duty. Cassandra almost smiled at the idea of being one of the very few people who could have known the truth, the facts, the real story. Chadwick Whisker was multi-layered and an FBI agent. The full story may never be known. She looked around, not knowing what to look for. But even though she couldn't tell why her instinct had pushed her there. She was still sure she was in the right place. She had stopped believing in unnecessary coincidences since this adventure began and the fact that Whitaker was killed while acting as her and Pat's fake driver could only be a significant event for them too. And as a person with established superpowers, she could only trust this sixth sense. Whitaker wasn't the saint 
everyone was mourning, and something of his duplicity must have put him in the beautiful red satin lined coffin that would lead him to his next and final destination. Cassandra carefully observed the face of the inconsolable widow surrounded by her loved ones by some of her husband's closest colleagues a woman visibly worn out and whom Cassandra found it hard to see as the instigator of her husband's murder she felt strange to be surrounded by federal agents and policemen and not having to fear anything indeed a strange sense of euphoric tranquility was making her enjoy the situation without making her lose the clarity necessary to understand when to leave after the service Cassandra was preparing to get out of the church silently with the sensation of having made a hole in the water when the sudden echo of the voice of a woman someone who just offered her condolences to the widow made her stop and turn towards the centre of the church the woman who had a tragic but not desperate expression had shaken the widow's hand and the latter said sobbing thank you very much Amy we all know how much Chadwick loved you Cassandra thought Amy of course a predictable story there was no need to look far the widow and the lover the man who ended up in a coffin and something creepy about the other woman's expressionless face it must be her when Amy left the church it only took three seconds for Cassandra to decide to go out and try to follow her in her haste to go down the steps Cassandra lost her balance and trying to find her centre of gravity she saw her glasses 
ruinously fall to the ground without losing sight of Amy. Cassandra leaned far enough to pick up the glasses when her hand inadvertently touched someone else's a small but intense electric shock caused her to let out a small cry of pain and lose focus on the shape of Amy now distant from her Cassandra immediately withdrew her hand and stood up a tall guy in a suit and tie was holding out her glasses and kept staring into her eyes without saying a word Cassandra froze too then pervaded by a sense of panic never experienced before she grabbed her glasses and ran away without having the courage to look back how am I going to tell Pat she thought I really took a big risk and he will be right to be furious with me meanwhile still sitting on the steps of the church Gareth Cochran was trying to recover from the unexpected face to face with the most fascinating imaginary rabbit he had ever seen. <laughs>